0: G'day listeners, you're tuned to Sound Waves, a podcast that explores the nexus between surfing and music and the nefarious spaces in between. Between the wave and the rave, between the heaving shack and the marshall stack, between neoprene and spandex, the mosh pit and the death pit, fiberglass and vinyl, the boogie and the board. Between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up, you stick, crank up the stereo paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves. Tales from the Shack. Shack, 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 Shack.
1: sound oh, <laughs> 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 There you have got is <laughs> I think we have a paper who's down. It's all he's just passed We have a paper down! I repeat, our paper
0: is down. Dazza. Good morning, Stan. Good Good morning. Good afternoon, Dazza. Yeah, good.
1: It's a hot morning. Hot,
0: hot Iberian nights. Yeah, and Uh,
1: uh, unfortunately, freezing cold water. But um, did go for a surf with uh, Devo the Ranting Maniac. And that was good. It was tiny, but um, super, super clean and fun little peek. And just the two of us out. So it was, we were... Hooting each other into little, little mini, mini, uh, mini barrels um, for oh. a couple of hours, and it's oh, uh, wow. because because we we're just just off the longest day. Um, we were in the water oh. at in the water at like half five, which was fucking beautiful.
0: Oh, oh wow! Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I saw a photo of of it it looked it looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was side. last
1: week. That was last week. Yeah. This um, it was the same peak today, but uh, yeah, it's, a, it's Significantly smaller, but still, still fun, it's still fun, and uh, relevant oh, to uh, what I, relevant to my take on today's uh, proceedings. Um, uh, I was riding my um, mid length, and nice. uh, just okay. discovered discovered that the mid length is actually super, super fun in just minuscule, tiny, tiny waves. So it was, it was just oh, that's... good, good gliding, yeah. good gliding times. I wasn't really doing anything other than just going across the wave but sometimes sometimes it was a it was like a crystal clear morning uh it's the kind of the first rays of the sun on the nice. glassy face uh, it was everything you know apart from full-on death pits it was uh well, oh. in the cold water um it was everything that a surf should be yeah
0: very oh, very beautiful. nice yeah well it's yeah. funny yeah it's almost uh, a similar surf today i had with clintonius maximus we we went out the um the baddock hedge um mm. we're actually just down from the the actual spot and we we found ourselves a nice little uh sort of niche where there was no one else really surfing and um we're just picking up picking off these beautiful little hey, like one or two occasional three foot but they're actually sick and clean i don't know if you saw i posted a yeah in, yeah uh, he was um he was shrouding was, as usual as usual on the bonza. on the he was, I was on, on the bonzer, bonzer. and um, what about yourself i was on my old dying um fishy hybrid fish uh channel islands thing which uh, i think it's almost dead which which is kind of good in a way because uh <laughs> it's time, I, time, uh, to, get, time to move on <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going to hit up um, LS, Mr. LSD for a, a new one. So um, I just had a go of, uh, of a, uh, a demo of his um, sort of hybrid fish style board, and, and right, was, okay. Um, pretty cool. Yeah, I um, hang on, I've got to let the dog out. Hang on. That's that's literally, the way. Literally going to let the dog out. Hang on. That's, it's not, a,
1: that's, a, that's it's not that's not a euphemism.
0: Rosie Dog. See you, see Rosie. She's not interested in uh, hybrid fishes for some reason. Bloody hell. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 so that was epic. Uh, epic little surf, actually. Well, and, 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 awesome.
1: Just on a, on a little side note, it's good that, um, you know, we we talk about our two main sponsors, LSD and uh, Hayden Lewis. Um, yeah, Shapes uh and um i think it's it's awesome that we are able to uh, sample the wares of people that we know people that we went to school with um as i said i've got a new a new guy over here in times of covid and it's uh mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's a, it's a wonderful thing you know obviously the, the odd board off the rack isn't isn't too harmful but it, there's something special about being able to you know mm. uh being able to hit up your mate and um get a bloody filthy fucking stick <laughs> yeah. so and, good um, i uh i actually saw on the, the uh, insta insta spam um during the week uh one of um, one of the old school muckers, um col bernie slater and um he was uh, standing Standing by the beach after a after a surf up on the uh, up on the sunny coast, and he also rides LSDs as well, which obviously makes perfect sense. Oh, that's um, good to I, see. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So, uh, g'day, Cole, if you're if you're listening, mate. Um, uh, it's
0: funny. You're uh, uh, speaking of. CB. Um, hey, I, I was doing some Richie Collins research, my sort of routine Richie Collins Google search. Your, week, your and, weekly,
1: uh, do- weekly dose of Skeletor.
0: Yeah. And um, stumbled upon a, an interview or uh, like some sort of 90s surf video show. I, I don't know. I can't remember what it was called, but basically uh, Cole Bernascone was the, the, the MC, the compare. Hey, I'm Cole Bernascone, and welcome to the 2011 edition of Fingers in the Bowl. This is where Tracks Magazine comes to you from, Bells Beach, for the RIP Girl Pro. We try and get as weird as we can, we send you videos, we send you blogs. Today, editor Luke Kennedy caught up with none other than Skeletor Richie Collins. He won this event in 1992, We stretched it off the beach, still won the bell, left Martin Potter waiting in the water, he did big floaters, he said some outrageous things. Luke caught up with it today. This is our first video. Yeah. The yeah. boys doing good.
1: Yeah, done um, good, played hard. Um, so <laughs> we, um, we thought we'd have a little, uh, little try of um, emulating one of our podcasting heroes, Dan Carlin, um, and doing a Blitz edition.
0: It's been a long time since we've done a Blitz edition. And as a friend pointed out to me when I explained that this latest program of ours was going to be a six hour long show that we were going to classify as a blitz edition, he said, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm not sure you know the meaning of the word.
1: So, which I guess is a truncated um, version of our usual uh, rambling uh, in- inanities. So we're going to try and really chisel keep this one brave. down and keep it, keep it brief and uh, yeah, see how we go. Uh, so it, it, do it. For, for all you listeners, it's, this is the um, the first attempt of a tales from the shack sound waves
0: blitz edition. So yeah, what's floating your boat? Floating your boat? Uh, okay, straight into the floater. Uh, yep. Well, I I can't uh, let this one slide. Well, oh, I can't avoid it. It's happened. I just turned fifty. Um, <laughs> so. Wow, hashtag blessed. That's all I can say. <laughs> I got, uh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't ask for anything. You didn't, you twice, didn't, ask, you didn't ask to turn 50, did you? No, nah, I didn't, I didn't. But I tell you what, I scored big time. Um, Whew. apart from just the well wishes, had a pretty fun party. Unfortunately, um, the Iberian connection couldn't <laughs> yeah. couldn't happen yeah we uh um, our,
1: our, t- our, our tickets got lost
0: somewhere along the way yeah, yeah.
1: we but, were there In spirit, but, we were
0: there oh yeah yeah of course but basically i i, I scored some excellent reading material i got uh off, off brother bodger i got a book called waves and beaches the powerful mm-hmm. dynamics of sea and coast which is it's a patagonia um published book was re- it was actually first published in 1963 and it's basically wow it's been republished with a bit more uh, modern context um it's basically a so- pretty heavy science heavy on the uh mechanics and sort of modeling of waves sand movements, and the uh power and dynamic nature of the ocean um so it's, wow. it's full of sort of mathematical nerdy uh formulas for wave height frequency um you know the whole mm. shebang so it looks it looks fascinating i see so, Yeah, I've, I've
1: got a i've got a similar book actually the science of surf or surf science oh, is,
0: I've got that, is that uh, someone but is that some yeah yeah tony uh, english... but tony but yeah, yeah
1: he's that, english, yeah, I english think... academic um i think he writes on yeah. magic magic seaweed and stuff as well um, yeah yeah he's interesting good. interesting
0: stuff but so, so that was one book I got beyond litmus. Um, uh, Andrew oh. Kidman um, sent me this one, which is great. So that's basically a follow-up to litmus sort of um, which I haven't, I haven't seen. Cause it, there is a film. I think i got a DVD because, in there as well. Yeah. Beautifully bound kind of cloth bound book. Um, yeah.
1: Everything, everything that he does, uh, they do is yeah, um,
0: gorgeous. Yep. So that's, Epic. I got the Sean Doherty book Golden Days. Ah yeah, I've um, heard about that. Best years of Australian surfing with with the Newport Peak Boys on the cover. And even a little bit of bog in the background. So good. So, back and then
1: and I, I assume that he's saying that the best years of uh Australian surfing were somewhere between nineteen eighty seven and nineteen
0: ninety one on the northern beaches. That's right uh yeah basically now basically it's a, like it starts off with isabel latham now first, day's first yep. ever well, western surfer at least um in 1915 uh and just following through all the way through to pretty much present day with nice. different iconic surfers uh pretty a good smattering of female surfers which is which is really good to see phyllis o'donnell which i don't i, I have heard that name before i'd love to know more yeah, about yeah didn't she, didn't she win bells like 10 times or something I think so. It's an amazing picture of her doing this soul arch kind of trim uh, in the inside cover. Which is awesome. Uh, yeah. So that looks really good. I got some excellent tunage actually as well. Um, oh, yes. uh, Shotgun Willie gave me a, a, a Willie Nelson album, Redheaded Stranger. I got an <laughs> Alice Coltrane album, which looks pretty fascinating. Mm. Throw Tull aqua lung. It's pretty crazy because he um the he tull. actually told me he, he uh I'd actually never listened to it. It's pretty trippy, um, oh, yeah. and he said he just grabbed it at last minute, sort of present. He just grabbed it out of his out of his mother's um, attic. <laughs> so say stole it off his mum <laughs> to give to me, and he he totally didn't realize that it was um, recorded in 1971, exactly uh, fifty years oh, ago. There um, you go. There you
1: go. A
0: very a very um. Apt present and and in the same vein, I was given a 1971 mint edition. I tell you what, of Surfer Magazine. Mm, um, yeah, I, I, I feel seen, like I, I should. I a photo of that. I feel like I should be reading it with like gloves and tweezers or something, so I don't you wreck know, it. It is, in, and I, I've posted some pictures of some of the boards advertising it. It's nuts, um, fascinating stuff. There's an amazing article by Tom Morey in here. Um, which i was going to talk more about tom moray um in our main section um so i'll leave that for that but bloody sick oh. amazing okay. and it's Super amazing sick. how especially with the boards how, how history has um, come full circle with fishes and um there's amazing gns twin fins you know short stubby fun boards you know um looks amazing sick well i guess that was um, kind of
1: when the, that was kind of around when the steve liss fishes were all starting to happen were they mm, yeah that i, I, I think so too.
0: i mean the shoe the shoe looks amazing this like stubby little thing looks so fun um anyway so that's pretty much wait happy birthday of, uh, that's it yeah oh and par- par- oh, par- parabéns par- feliz cumpleaños! gracias um and the main, well, you know, every present was freaking awesome, but I I actually was blown away by a group uh, who all pitched in and bought me a Tommy Curran Black Beauty. No. 6'6. Wow. You, you, you got to look at this thing, it is nuts. Um, um, um,
1: well, I've, I've got two things. One is surf related, one's not. Um, probably like a lot of people, I have recently watched. A uh, video of Mikey February on a twin pin, which is an interesting. Oh yeah, idea, yeah, uh, in in Indonesia, and that just looks like a really fun board because it's kind of uh, unusual the the mix of a pin tail and uh, well, it's not fully pinned, but it's you know kind of roundedy pin, I suppose. Okay. twin And a twin fin. Um,
0: that's uh, his kind of his signature
1: board now. yeah, is that, is yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It is, I, I believe. I think he's. Also, it's, he's had some input from uh, what's his name, Devon Howard, as well, because oh, I yeah. think yeah. Devon Howard seems to be um, given input on all the uh, CI alternative craft in inverted mm. commas. Yeah, and that's that just looks super fun, solely solely stuff. He's he's definitely found his niche, uh, Mikey February. Yeah. You know? yeah. um, so. Now the other thing is completely non-surf related, but I think it's kind of got a, a surf link just because of what we are as surf dogs. Um, <clears throat> there is the one a, an algorithm, one of the one of the many algorithms that exist in our uh, in our multiverse. Um, mm-hmm. Through my way, these videos, which are documentary videos from the sixties, I assume, of a guy called Dick Proneke, P-R-O-E-N-N-E-K-E. and this is a guy who, in his late 50s or early 60s maybe 60s he went and built a log cabin in the middle of nowhere in alaska and just wow. lived there for like 25 years in this log cabin and videoed it <clears throat> and it's just epic I, I suggest wow i recommend anyone goes and checks, check, and they're full on like um uh, they obviously YouTubers t- turned a lot of them into shorter videos but they're a full like kind of hour-long um Almost like what you would have seen on uh, The World Around Us or something back in the day. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, really, really interesting. Um, he just seems like a fucking very handy dude and it's just amazing what, what people can, can do with their, um, with their wits and, you know, and an axe. Another hundred yards and I broke out of the brush to my pile of cabin logs I had cut last July. I sat down and leaned against them. And while I chewed on a chunk of smoked salmon, my eyes wandered over the peeled logs. That had been a big job last summer. Hard work, but I enjoyed it. Uh, so, wow, you've, yeah. and you've mentioned, obviously, the music that you got for your, for your birthday. Uh, the only musical thing that I will talk about that I've been into is uh, something that Uh, I've had for a long time, but for some reason, I uh, started playing again, which is a guy called Ludovic Navarre, um, otherwise known as Saint-Germain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's a double album called From Detroit to Saint-Germain, which is kind of, I guess it kind of shows his journey from kind of house DJ to, uh, I don't know, electronic uh, solo artist uh yeah and there's a couple of songs there's one called prelusion which i recommend you go and uh check out and there's another one uh which i can't remember what it's called uh oh here we go um and it's got this most incredible um trumpets Uh, oh mm. Uh, i I think it's called ill il it's either il or percussion but anyway it's um yeah it's it's fucking crazy, beautiful, beautiful, so, beautiful. So, French house was super chic and nice, yeah, pretty, pretty damn good, yeah. And um, then he kind of morphed into, yeah, lots. Of, I mean, there's lots of jazzy, jazzy housey stuff, but um, the 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 one that with the trumpets, it's like uh, it's something straight out of Havana. It's real salsery, um, all right, salsa house, which is yeah, pretty pretty damn funky. <laughs> Cool. So yeah, okay. that's yeah. Been, wow. we'll, um, we'll put that on the, my brain.
0: We'll stick that on the Spotify playlist. I have a link yeah. to that. Um, uh, we yeah. do have
1: some, we do have a, a well, I, I guess a look back. Um, we've got some, uh, we've got some correspondence from the listeners nice uh
0: one of them uh, checking the mailbag there
1: (laughs) well yeah very infrequently so i do apologize to to one of the uh one of the listeners uh we got something which i'm not sure is spam or not but um (laughs) some guy called alex sanfilippo um and that's basically wanting us to join some podcast service so that maybe that is spam but it's actually it's it's uh it doesn't it's actually been written by not by a a bot. So um, something interesting to to think about. Oh, well. well. And um, we've got another one from a regular listener, uh, Rochelle Moi. Ah, (laughs) Rochelle Moi. Um, And Rochelle says, Misters Nirmalston and Bodger, I was greatly pleased to hear Pat Benatar's Love is a Battlefield played on your esteemed podcast. I was immediately roused and downloaded it onto my daughter's iPod. Yours... (laughs) Yours, etc.
0: Rochelle wow.
1: <laughs>
0: so, uh, oh, wow. thank you,
1: Rochelle. Um, you, Our first
0: uh, uh, female uh, fan, which is mm. which is great. Um, yeah. Wow. Well,
1: it, 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 it's it's either a female fan or someone pretending to be a female fan. So um, you well, never know. <laughs> you, you just
0: never know these days. So Rochelle, well, that's whatever, right. That's right. whatever. So, um, however you identify, we um we love you. And uh, oh, just on
1: another Pat Benatar note, um, one of the boys in our in a musical uh, WhatsApp group, we have um, yeah, he just got his second AstraZeneca shot, and so he sent a link to Pat Benatar's "Hit Me with Your Best Shot," and he nice. said a, a bit of Pat Benatar should prevent blood clotting in a red-blooded athlete like me. <laughs>
0: well i mean prime prime
1: 1983 pat benatar that that'll that'll keep the blood pumping i would have thought
0: definitely (laughs) um
1: so um let's 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 make like a um let's make like a a nazi dive bomber and uh blitz blitz the shit out of this mother scratcher blitzkrieg bop
0: do it uh hey you should
1: should introduce it seeing as you came up with the amazingly uh uh
0: insightful title so what's the title of today's episode okay we're talking goat boats and bagpipes okay can you um, illuminate (laughs) the listeners
1: and me (laughs) as to what the fuck you mean by that
0: i don't know those little Especially, well musically just those little kind of unexpected instruments that, that creep into a, a, a great song uh, yep. probably make and, and make it a great song Also and and, and surf craft wise um, all those kind of crazy surf craft that we don't tend to uh, we tend to look down on perhaps but uh, are uh, I think essential to what makes surfing surfing. The goat boat is probably the. I suppose. I well, maybe maybe the sup path. has the, the sup has overtaken the goat boat as a, uh, a for for a, the target of of all things negative. And I think, <laughs> as you pointed out, the sup doesn't even count as surf craft. No, no, more, no, it's more, of, a, more uh, of a nautical vessel. Yeah, it
1: Um, it, it does. I mean, um, I would extend that to include the fucking foil, but um, let's not not go there. It's a blitz edition. I I don't want to spend the next hour
0: ranting about foils. So, um, all right, foil (laughs) boogie board. Um, yeah, so that that was the idea just, yeah, just to have a look at what's out there that's a bit different in the world of music and surf craft. And I've got a few, yeah, a few ideas of, of why it's good to look at the world differently. In a different way, a different stance. It's all about the stance, I reckon. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs>
1: because I. I how about you? Well, no. I I've kind of gone on a slightly different tangent, but I guess similar. So I've looked at uh, one particular musical style okay. and one particular surf equipment piece of surf equipment. So, so nice. I, yeah, and. Uh, both of which are have some sort of um appeal uh certainly to a, a particular type of, of person but um both of which could also be derided um hugely so um yeah anyway um but hopefully our, my uh, ideas will, will uh, unravel uh or or ravel um, as, mm-hmm. as 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 we blitz through this uh this this concept so Give, sure. give me a give me your uh, intro. What's your what what, what, what well, can you tell me about a goat boat and a bagpipe.
0: <laughs> well, let's go let's go to the well, seeing I have just turned 50. Uh mm-hmm. and there is something about to turn 50 next month. It's short. It's spongy. The boogie you board. The boogie board. That's right.
1: There's something really
0: rolling around the US. The worried boogie bodyboard is here to stay. Put your body on a boogie. Grab your worried boogie. Put your body on a boogie. and a slick bottom boogie. And you'll be surfing today. A bodyboard can do things nothing else can do. You can bend them, you can bounce them, you can roll them too. Put your body on a boogie. A slick bottom boogie. And we'll all go
1: surfing today. Boogie.
0: July 1971 is Birth the 50th birthday of the boogie board and it, it's pretty fascinating i don't, i've only just sort of delved into the life of tom moray um and as i mentioned he, he, he featured in a, a fascinating article in the 50 year old surf magazine I, I was given but um yeah so so he basically invented the boogie board when he saw some kid just on a on a i think a broken board or whatever and and sort of went to the to the um Uh, you know is his mad inventor Uh, so he went to his uh, shed and and pulled out the boogie board interestingly he was originally going to call it the the snake and the (laughs) the snake is an acronym and it stands for side navel arm knee and elbow i suppose they're all (laughs) the things that are Touching the board while you're writing it, and uh, there are all the things
1: that I can remember getting just chafed crashed. to shithouse when I used to ride my uh, Moray Boogie 3, 3.07 or whatever it was.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I had a one three six. Right, 136? that may that yeah. may be
1: what mine was. Mine, it was kind of a, a kind of marbly blue. Ah, um, oh, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, mm. and it, yeah, it literally mine- it literally was a sponge by the end of the well, by the time I finished with it, it was literally like riding a piece of sponge.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But uh, amazingly, he uh, so Tom Morrow. He was uh, he was you know Californian uh, and a and an inventor, pretty much in the word go. I think he worked yep. in the yep. aviation industry, but he he became interested in the Bahai faith, which is quite interesting because, as you know, near where we live is a, a Bahai temple. And there's only, I think there's only a a handful of them around the world. They're in funny locations. There's one, I believe in Samoa, right? There's one in Chicago of all places. Uh, And they're like a seven sided building temple that, that represent seven, the seven major religions. And I, and I actually thought that would be interesting to see if there's seven major surf craft that might represent (laughs) uh, um, and what they could be. But, and he basically oh, said he cool. thought of the idea of the. Um, uh, I just read this. He sort of got into the Bahai teachings, which I think are basic. It's kind of like a universal religion. it it, it kind of takes a little bit of Dip, dips into everything.
1: all the all the all the yeah. classic religions up here.
0: But he yeah. said I immediately withdrew from alcohol, drugs, and sexual promiscuity. And then he invents he he attributes the Bahai faith to his invention of the boogie board because it was from a particular Baha'i prayer that he kept coming across. And the passage was, confer upon me thoughts which may change this world into a rose garden. And that now, from, from there, he came up with the, to, Mac, the Mac 7.7. I mean, I think of a lot of things I think of Bigger Boys by. I don't think of rose gardens. But, oh, no. Yeah. So I reckon that's amazing. Um, I, I, never, I
1: beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. An, an obscure, in inverted commas, surf craft which went mainstream, right?
0: It went nuts, hey yeah.
1: Um It's like yeah. the um, what, what? What would be a? Uh, it's like Devo, not our not our ranting um, buddy, but the band, you know, an obscure mm. bunch of eclectic weirdos that went went mainstream. <laughs>
0: But, but the, the amazing some of the inventions that, like, apparently, he was one of the first to invent, um, sort of interchangeable fins, which are quite ubiquitous right. now. Yep. Um, he, um, he, at one point, he invented a paper surfboard, which is quite interesting.
1: Near Honolulu lies Makaha, famous for surf. Here at Makaha, an unusual surfboard—a paper surfboard, made of a new corrugated paper from the International Paper Company—called Surfcore. Surfcore stays strong, stays rigid, no matter how wet it gets. Surfcore, from the International Paper Company, where good ideas
0: grow on trees. And in, anyway, in this article that he wrote, this is 50 years ago, he was kind of bemoaning the fact, you know, thinking that this is 50 years ago, bemoaning the fact that, that surfers and surfboard designers are stuck in the fiberglass and foam world Jesus. and just haven't got the imagination to get out of it. And <laughs> it's crazy to think I think 50 he'd be quite disappointed, disappointed to think that we're still in there. But he's, he's written this article about uh, sort of um, he just says um, trying to imagine the next generation of boards and how crazy um, they could be. So the, the headline of this article is called Space Boards Air Lubricated motorized and sodium bicarbonated. He goes, goes. imagine, for example, boards which will, be, uh, which will maneuver super well and which will paddle at, say, 10 miles an hour, but surf at 50 miles an hour. Did you not realize that if, that if you all imagined superior boards being innovated, that they would be? Um, it is not important that you imagine how they look or work or ride or any of that stuff it's only important that you imagine that they will come about. <laughs> so he's, he's just talking about like just and, having and this crazy a, this ideas. Is guy who,
1: this is the guy who gave up drugs.
0: Yeah. Um, and he's, and he's, so he's got these diagrams of boards and he's saying like, you could, um, you could fill a board with sodium bicarbonate and just like, he says, um, it goes, um, as the board hits the water, fizz, it will become as free as a drop of water on top of a griddle, making steam under itself. um um, uh, be sure however that you've used a reasonably sized board so that all your fizzing doesn't occur with your board two feet underwater each stroke (laughs) your paddle you take paddles your fizzer special maybe as far as 30 yards so he's kind of you know he's just gone nuts but he's he's kind of preempted the idea of jet skis and towing yeah yeah yeah, but just not not you know not and Because he does talk about motorized surfboards later on, yeah. Um, you yeah, know, which is which is pretty crazy.
1: Oh, can um, I can I just can I just say I went surfing the other day, um, at a more or less locally beach, um, that is often um populated by lots of uh vowels, and fortunately, off in the distance, um, there was a freaking um fucking loser on a motorized surfboard <laughs> i've never seen one before and i never want to see one again but that was it, disturbing was Deeply it disturbing.
0: Um, i was going to say did it affect you mentally
1: it put me off my game that's for sure <coughs> definitely definitely destabilized me um, oh, that's funny um, <laughs> yeah well um and isn't it isn't it kind of deliciously ironic that um all of moray's Uh, well apart from okay things like of of course jet skis and whatnot and motorized surfboards yes they have come to fruition but realistically we are now in a it's Mm. you've got you've got the the standard tri-fin which hasn't really changed too much um in the last 30 40 years 30 years and then you've got this whole retro renaissance which is pretty much looking at boards which were Made in nineteen seventy one, and and trying to emulate them in, a, in a, with a slightly modern touch. So uh, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe Tom would be. Uh, I assume he's not with us anymore. Maybe he'd be turning. Uh, in his, no, uh...
0: I think no, I think he's still around. Right. Okay. Well,
1: maybe he's turning in his uh, turning on his on his boogie board.
0: Well, I don't I don't think he's the kind of guy to sit still. He's actually a, a he's also a, a quite an accomplished musician. He played uh, he played with Dizzy Gillespie. You know, for fuck's sake. Um, And so he plays in the Tom Moray Quartet. Uh, He still plays. I think he plays the the drums, the ukulele, uh, and I think he actually um, still plays. Yeah, I think he's in his eighties or something. Right. And he actually, when he plays music, I think it's just music. He he was born in thirty.
1: He was born in thirty-five.
0: So yeah. Yeah, Detroit. There go. He um, calls himself Y. The letter Y. Wow. Sorry. So Prince, Before... eat your heart out. Yeah. By chance,
1: his girlfriend came across a needle and soon she did the same. At home, there were 17 year old boys, and there I did fun. It's being in a gang called the Disciples High on Crack, To a Machine Gun.
0: I don't know if you've heard of a podcast called We Look Sideways. Uh, maybe I've heard of it. Well, it's actually pretty good. Like it's, it's an English guy, I believe, you know, and basically it's a, it's a surf slash skate slash snowboard kind of podcast talking, right. you know, interviewing people mainly from that world. And I, I like that double meaning of we look sideways, you know, because most of those sports you're standing with a sideways stance, you know? Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and, but also that kind of looking sideways, uh, sort of having a different view of the world. Yeah. Um. You know, looking sideways at something. And um, so when snowboarding came out, it, it got this thing where a lot of surfers got into it, and a lot of, uh, I suppose it was this counterculture vibe going on in the snow, and it was kind of a, a reaction to the stuffiness of skiing. Having a having a schnapps by the fire and all very <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, and, but it actually gave me the shits Cause it, it was like this thing where it, it's, it was just a sport, but because it sort of was like surfing, people thought, oh, surfing's cool. Therefore, if I'm standing sideways on a, on a board on the snow, I'm cool. And it, it really kind of, it was kind of like a, a, a uber coolness that didn't deserve to be cool. Yeah. Right. um yeah. And it's interesting to see that that skiing is now kind of had this resurgence where yeah, yeah. you know skiing is almost considered uh, sort of edgier and progressive sport than snowboarding um, right. And it made me think about about sports where you stand front on, and there's lots of surfing um, devices where if you're front on, you're kind of in the in the kind of Uncool zone, so there's well lying down on a boogie board, you're kind of front yep. on knee boarding, yep, uh, goat boating, yep, uh, supping, I suppose, in some way too, yeah, uh, but that doesn't count, does it? But no. yeah, I just find that an interesting thought, <laughs> yeah, that, that is. That's, that's stand that's, front it's, on is almost
1: so facing forward is no cool,
0: yeah, but it's. I kind of think it is cool in a way because it's, you know, when you see that crazy guy skiing down down the waves at, um, you Mavericks know, or whatever. Mavericks or Jaws. I don't want this to be looked at as a, uh, a circus act because uh, ever since I started, I was hooked like a little kid, just like I was when I started snow skiing. So there's something like that that really keeps me going. And I know that that's what I'm looking forward to as far as proving that you can actually turn on the waves. And now being here at Jaws, this is kind of the next step. To me, this is like the Alaska of uh, skiing. Something with surfing and skiing, we all, you know, like to do both and to be able to mesh them together. I mean, it makes complete sense. You know, just the feeling of free skiing and, and doing open big lines and that's kind of what got me back into it. There's something about standing front on and just taking something on, which I think requires more guts and bravado and it's almost like when you meet someone walking down the street if they're standing front onto you they're they're kind of open to you but if they're side i mean when if you're on a yeah, fight with they're someone
1: side on there they're fucking dodgy bastards
0: yeah yeah it's like Suss. a boxing stance yeah, so, yeah that's right they're ready to uh, go. i don't know what that theory or what that thought means but i just thought doesn't, it, it doesn't moment. matter
1: mate it's fucking very entertaining I, I i think you could go a long way with that uh, that theory it's uh, yeah. very cool uh, just and a little some- li- just, just a little aside well, a little bit of extra information um some of more um, uh, mores board models um were the snub the peck pen- the peck penetrator which sounds a bit pornographic um, the blue machine, the camel, and the trisect. So, the trisect was a, a travel ready three piece. Board oh, yes, that, yes, that came with it, came with its own suitcase.
0: No way. That, I mean, that would be, I wish that kind of well, it would make traveling standard. a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> so, he awesome, was obviously, but, it was, he was and is a, a man well ahead of his time definitely mm. um so how about you
0: what so you you've got well, well what i what i
1: thought about is that for me i mean all of those surf crafts actually i think they have some sort of cachet of cool right um yes mm. they may be uh they may be uh, frowned upon in certain circles and the kind of people that frown upon those kind of people i mean goat boats probably have bad rep because you know invariably it's like the sup there's idiots that ride them and they're a dangerous piece of machinery if, if an idiot's riding them. But obviously no more dangerous than a, than a fucking dickhead on a, on a longboard. So, um, yeah. But I thought if you're thinking about not necessarily weird craft, but shit craft, <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind, you know, like, like, a, um, uh, like a goat boat um, is the mini mouth. Or, the f- or otherwise known as the fun board. And the I, mini and, I th- and I thought that thinking from a kind of evolutionary uh, process perspective, which I'm going to do with the music that I'll, uh, my bagpipe equivalent, um, the, the mini Mal is, you know, such a ridiculous and such an invasive uh, um uh, species it became in whenever it was i guess the 90s would, be, would have been the heyday of the mini but yeah. the mini has essentially littered our oceans with um not only shitboards and kooks but it's it's actually it's then divided into two areas one i would consider is probably the worst of the areas which is the the soft top which is essentially a mini Mal that doesn't hurt you when, when it cracks you in the head. Right. Um, And the, the soft top. Yeah. Don't get me started about the soft top because um, you know, in in an area, look for sure, riding a soft top is quite fun. So that's a caveat, but Mm -hmm. being in a lineup with 800 other people riding soft tops is not, no fun at all. And the soft top has made something has made surfing far more accessible than it than it should be. That's just my very conceited um, and um, yeah, protective, yeah, protection, I, protection yeah. protectionist view, um, of course. And you, yeah,
0: yeah, and you've got a diff, definitely a different crowd, you know. In that you've got your very vowel mm. heavy, mm. exactly. exactly. In, in, yeah, we well, are. Yeah. But the uh, yes.
1: the, the, the mini male. Um, also known as the fun board or the hybrid board, which is funny because, you know, there's, um, Mm. the second branch that the Minnie Mouse spun off in is something that, which is, which I find quite, quite interesting in a, and I don't know, maybe, maybe, uh, um, an ethical sense, but maybe also a, a psychological sense is that, um, I, I see the, uh, the mid-length as being kind of... I know that people Ooh. kind of want to hark back and say, oh, yes, the mid-length is inspired by, uh, you know, Wayne Lynch's whatever board from Fantastic Plastic Machine or what, whatever the fuck. But you could also equally argue that the, fun, the, the mid-length is basically a fun board for people who don't want to um, have a bloody um, mini Mouse Life.
0: Do you reckon? <laughs> um,
1: uh, so you know, I'm, I've got to put my hand up. I'm guilty. Um, guilty as charged. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying my my mid-length. Um, yeah. But I do think that you know, it's like it's like one of those um, it's like one of those people who has a, a Nazi relative in the in the background somewhere that they don't really want to talk about. You know, <laughs> it, it's, um, we should all we should all actually slap ourselves around the face and think our cool 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 um uh, mid-lengths really could be described as a fucking hybrid
0: fun board mini mal in disguise that's right it's a mini mal that's gone to escape to argentina
1: exactly and and, and gone to a finishing school so it actually it, it's uh, it, it doesn't look like a um doesn't look like a a, a piece of um Uh, fascist scum it actually um it's it's a lot more refined
0: (laughs) yeah uh yeah i always describe a mini male as 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 a board that that uh satisfies the worst of both worlds because it's 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 not big enough to ride as a male like you can't you can't you can't walk on it you can't hang five because it's too short and you can't ride like a short board no. So it's basically, it, it, it's got all the limitations of, of both boards without the positives.
1: Absolutely. And there's, there's a, I, the, the internet, as it does, threw up a, a wonderful thing. Um, there's a, a site called surfscience.com. Learn more, oh, wow. surf better. Uh, never seen it before, but um, they, have a little, uh, they have a little section on Fun Board, mini, the Minimal. Oh, and this, this is, and it says... Great for beginners, versatility, less cumbersome. I find this very funny. Longboards are often quite big and cumbersome for many people. They are heavy, hard to carry and difficult to transport, especially if you have a smaller vehicle. A Mini-Mail can possibly fit in your sedan, which leads me to believe that this is an American site. Don't take for granted that it can be much easier to carry than a longboard if you had to walk a mile uh, or two to your surf destination. When you're out in the lineup and sitting on your board, you'll find turning your mini mal around would be much easier and less awkward than turning your long longboard. Fucking hell! <clears throat> wow. Remind me not. Remind me not to go back to surf science. Learn more, surf better, again. <laughs> yeah. So that's my <laughs> that's uh, my, my my uh, my goat boat equivalent is the uh, is the fun board. Um,
0: okay. Uh, have the, you ever taken had- the
1: fun taking the fun out of surfing since 1992?
0: Wow, that's. Uh, have you ever had a go of a goat boat? Uh, no, I haven't. Tell I haven't what, I've had I had one go. It was the most terrifying experience in my life. It was in can Perth, imagine. on a in a shorey sort of beachy break, and you're strapped to this thing. It is the most terrifying thing in the world. Uh, um, yeah. Are there, are there any very- more?
1: Or- Sorry, are there any more honorable mentions of weird and wacky surfcraft? I mean, I guess the the surf mat. Or oh, the kneeboard.
0: Um, yeah, the kneeboard. Oh the course. surf mat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, surf mat. I mean, I grew up with a surf mat. I mean, they are pretty awesome. And no, I, they um, are awesome. Look. Well, again, um, and
1: again they've had a retro kind of rebirth, haven't they? You know, yeah. Rasta, Rasta. Whenever he goes to uh, the Mentawis, he's always Packs you know, his surf mat. Packs his surf mat. I guess, you know, it's probably yep. quite quite practical, really. Um, anything else? Uh, any weird and wonderful? I mean, the belly bogger, we've talked about that on previous episodes. That, oh, a, my god,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, we had a, a bit. Be- I got a belly bogger off my father in law, so they just said, Yeah, have a, have a crack at this one, but uh, fortunately, it fell apart. I think we might mm. have mentioned that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah what, what else? Um, the well, the layers and those, those kind of things, yeah. uh, I've never had yeah. a golf I, I they look no. a bit too hard.
1: Yeah, my skill level. I think too hard basket. Uh, I'm 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 with you on that one. Um, uh, yeah. Well, and um, then, and then again, I mean, why don't we just add to it the fucking nineties to early two thousands thruster? Yeah,
0: I mean that's that's a dip. The, that's just like the, um, the, yeah
1: the whatever it was seventeen and three eighths fucking um, thruster yep. six two 17, yeah. 17 and whatever it was. Uh yes. Yeah. You may as well be like, riding it. You may as well be riding a bloody goat boat or a freaking mini mail.
0: It's it was a weird time. It was like mm. we were all university students thinking we could do, you know, applied quantum maths or something. Yeah, totally. What were it, you thinking? And it, it, no. it just
1: it, well, it just retarded our surfing by a decade basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it um, didn't help. It didn't. Uh, it didn't. So what about what about on the musical aspect? Uh, you're not going to talk about bagpipes well, specifically.
0: Well, that that's what got me started. Obviously, uh, yep. well, not obviously, but but there's. I think it's a it's a very commonly referred to song for, for just using the bagpipes. Um, was a uh, long way to the top. ACDC. Yep. Um, and I think that's what kind of got me started on the the whole bagpipe thing, which is a great like like I mean it's a fantastic song and and. It was kind of genius to stick bagpipes in it. Um, also, there, there's uh, under the Milky Way, um. Oh yeah, of course. The church. So so it's got kind of, it kind of I kind of went from there and it kind of sent me down this rabbit hole of different instruments because listening to Under the Milky Way, which I'll put a clip a bit in, I always thought it was bagpipes, um, in the kind of instrumental part of it. But it's actually not
1: it... exactly
0: that's okay. Um, but it's actually a, a device called an Ebo. Ah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 Which is which is used on a guitar, which is basically an electric device to make it sound like a, a bowing, like say a violin.
1: Isn't there a, an R.E.M. song called Ebo the Letter? Exactly.
0: Is probably one of the best, the last best song Sorry. by REM did because they kind of went shit.
1: Ooh, that that is an absolute cracker of a song. They did yep. go shit, yeah. No, that,
0: that's a- all bands go shit. That that's just that's just the way of the world. It's, it's fine. Even Radiohead. Um, yeah, uh, and and also another great uh, Ebo song is uh, Godless by the Dandy Warhols, which I think you oh. might have mentioned. that was pretty much peak 90s cool indie my yeah opinion.
1: well I, I, I may have been drunk but oh um, <laughs> uh, I there is something there is Oops. something no, really
0: is
1: oh, that's the way mate that's the way yeah. there, I don't know there's something about the dandy Wallholes that um, again I think they had a little flourish and uh, it's not something not a band that you would listen to often no. Or, a lot of but that kind of the period when they that song that was that unfortunately they probably made well fortunately for them but they've made ridiculous amounts of money from Vodafone Bohemian um, uh-huh. Like You know, boh- the song itself is 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 absolutely brilliant but it's one of those songs that kind of got destroyed by its ubiquitousness right yeah, um, yeah. but Godless is awesome and of course the Dandy Warhols are in that ridiculously good documentary which my brain is not going to dig yeah
0: yeah
1: i mean fuck how good is that that is just mind-blowing that's mine
0: yeah i do like the
1: i like the guy i like the lead singer i like his idea he's kind of he seems like a pretty kind of out there out there dude and their whole their whole shtick is pretty cool that the you know that it's it's kind of proto hipster um but with a little a little bit more a little bit less time in the shower
0: I like that a little bit less less emphasis on the uh the tats and the hair care and more on the actual substance
1: yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like it, it's kind of like the midway point between grunge and hipster gripster i like it <laughs> ah that sounds like a, a that sounds like a file sharing app <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah I got the Gripster in a in yeah, the early Gripster. Time. Oh I got
1: the you got to go to the uh, you, you've now got to go to the the uh, the Pirate Gripster because uh, Gripster got co- closed down by um <laughs> by uh, Spotify.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um
1: so uh, any, more,
0: any more Ebo songs? No, that's a that was made for the Ebo, but that said, actually that led me on to, um some other crazy uh, instruments uh, the the theremin um which is basically a 1920s instrument by some Russian or by a guy called Theremin. Uh, you posted um, a photo of that didn't you? Yeah, so basically you don't touch it. You just it's like this proximity thing. You put your hands near it yeah, and it makes yeah. this space agey noise. So the Beach yeah. Boys use it and good yeah. vibrations. Yeah. I'm, up, I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving A lot of sci fi stuff, but the John Spencer Blues Explosion, were big on the Theremin. I sell them live a few times, and they've got some nuts footage of them on the ABC actually, uh, the show called The Recovery back in the day, oh, yeah. um, which was nuts with the Theremin. The John Spencer Blues Explosion, please make them welcome.
1: You saw it alive. That was a John Spencer bluesy explosion. Nothing more to say.
0: Wild thing by the Trogs. They actually—I thought it was a recorder, but it's actually uh, a, an instrument called the Oranika or Or-Nica, something like that. Basically,
1: it's a, from South America or something. I guess
0: sort of a recordery kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: back to what you said earlier um the towel wasn't he he had like a pan flute or something right or well, a flute I think it was a bit a flute? I think it was flute yeah was
0: a flute. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they used the flutes uh, i think they probably did use a lot of kind of um drugs yeah <laughs> lots of jokes. but speaking of drugs there was um another <laughs> instrument i've got is the uh the siren whistle which is basically i have to um so you know what Jesus. it means um uh, this is from bob dylan highway 61 revisited oh god said to abraham
1: kill me a son say, Man, you
0: must be putting it's like a kazoo on. yeah apparently someone bought that into the studio because they were sick of people getting smashed on drugs uh and this guy was sick of his guy going, i'm gonna bring this in and i'm gonna blow it whenever i see someone taking drugs um <laughs> so he, that, was blowing, he was blowing the, it all the time he was going nuts with it. So, <laughs> so apparently Bob Dylan heard this thing. Like, <laughs> so, I don't know. Let's use that in the uh the song. Uh, um, that's really cool. That's really, really And cool. a couple more while we're here. Tubular mm-hmm. bells. Um oh, well, how, could, how, could we, how could we go past tubular bells? But tubular bells were used by Neil Young in A Man Needs a Maid and also Dinosaur Jr. The Loves tubular.
1: I know What a beautiful juxtaposition that is. Neil Young and Dinosaur Jr. I reckon Neil Young would love a bit of Dinosaur Jr. And obviously Dinosaur Jr. loves nice a person. lot of Neil Young. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, I'm just going to keep going here. And so and the, the last kind of crazy instrument, a sort of physical instrument is uh, the vocoder, which was, was made oh, yeah. famous by Peter Frampton. And basically yep. you somehow speak through it, but then it goes through your guitar. And so yeah, you can right. give this weird kind of vocal effect, and it was actually used well by Peter Peter Francis, made famous, but it was actually used by Big Boy, um, oh, I think there's oh, one half of um, See one half outcast, of um, Outcast Outcast, yeah, yeah. And, and a song called Shutterbug. It's it just sounds like a yeah. a that vocal. Uh, it sounds That's a bit such a good song, yeah. So so I like that. There's kind of how the the old and the new sort of blend um, with weird it, instruments, isn't it's There's an album called
1: Frampton Comes Alive, isn't there?
0: him singing through his guitar basically well, but dinosaur mean, The dinosaur junior actually does a cover of that which is pretty well
1: awesome. and also you know daft punk obviously that not mm-hmm. necessarily use the vocoder but something similar i mean and then you've got and then you've got that whole vocal um uh, what's the word enhancement that people like Cher and kylie minogue and stuff use so you could argue that that's kind of a
0: well that's that's, it i think that's an evolution of that yeah auto auto tune i suppose exactly Exactly um so so that got that that's pretty much got me then down the electronic track uh you know like with electronic instruments and i but i think we probably could do a whole episode on why don't we because uh, can i just make a little
1: um uh, i lived um miss mr and mrs normalston we lived for a long time in a suburb of sydney called Fairlight right and yes. um they, one of the original synths that was kind of pivotal in, in a lot of electronic music was called the Fairlight which was actually invented in that very suburb so um oh why don't we maybe our next episode why don't we move into the uh, we'll have to think of a catchy catchy uh um title but we could move into the weird and wacky world of electronic music and maybe I think futuristic so futuristic surf design I love that I All like right. it okay so cool and so you stay you've tuned got- stay tuned listener cool well uh, I've got I've got and so the bagpipes really inspired me because I'm living in a country where there is one instrument that is the king or queen or both of popular in inverted commas music and that my friend is the accordion
0: you're freaking kidding me
1: that is awesome <laughs> so um, um popular music around here and when i say popular music i mean that in the summer in a normal summer not a fucking covid summer but in a normal summer every village all up and down this wonderful country has a uh little festival that usually goes for two or three days some places that might go for five days everyone's having a wild time there's you know traditional things in the day there's beautiful lunches and then it goes all night long and it starts off with usually what we call popular music um in the local lingo and the first the kind of traditional roots of popular music are the accordion the and i'm talking you know the the uh, oh, yeah. I don't know the technical name but the one that you've it's the big thing that you've got in front of you the the pump accordion or whatever it's called is it like
0: the, those you know cuz you see the little ones that like no, almost No it's, a, like big, a, it's old...
1: a big it's a it's a big motherfucker yeah. um, it, yeah. you have to you, you have to wear a harness and, and stuff to yeah. Um, yeah yeah and so yeah. the the and I'll put in some um, some classic accordion but there's there's a guy called um Kim Bureirush, Kim Q U I M Kim Barayus and he is the kind of king of the accordion um, but there's a twist to it so it's not just your classic accordion music i mean you can get you know you you, you do see at, at um, fairs and stuff you see gypsies with uh, who are playing the accordion and they're playing your kind of traditional mm-hmm. accordion music this is like yeah. a, this is like a more popular twist so what kim Beres has done is he's taken the accordion music and then he's injected it with kind of double entendre risque lyrics okay and so you have everyone's dancing to this kind of you know it's almost like like a portuguese
0: yeah right portuguese i was gonna say like a portuguese benny hill
1: well kind of yeah it's kind of it's kind of a bit (laughs) like that um but the, the, the the portuguese do have this kind of um this kind of you know, on the on the surface, they're quite conservative, but um, you know, they do love this kind of uh, double entendre type thing. I mean, in, in fact, we yeah, live right. near, we live near a city which is the the most famous city in in um, in this country for uh, ceramic ware and they're the classic cool. yeah so they, they make all these amazing different ceramics, um, but one of the classics is a cup, and the cup when you it has no liquid in it. Inside, it has a big erect penis, inside the inside the mug. So the, 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 so the as thing you're that, sipping
0: on your latte, it, well, it, the it thing appears. is, yes.
1: So you would you would you know you would give your you would give your mate a uh, a glass of wine or whatever, and as they drank, this big red rocket would appear in front of them. Which um yeah. So <laughs> so along those lines, Kimberatos, he has um, not only does he have his risque lyrics, but he incorporates them with traditional uh very traditional ways of thinking um which in 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 many parts of europe but particularly in these parts involve food so his classic song is called bacalhau a portuguesa which means codfish done in the portuguese style but it basically says um i want to smell your bacalhau maria so i want to smell your i want to smell your codfish maria i really want to smell your codfish Maria, let me into your kitchen, let me into your kitchen so I can smell your codfish. Quero cheirar teu bacalhau, Maria. Quero cheirar teu bacalhau. Mariazinha, deixa virar cozinha, deixa virar cozinha pra cheirar teu bacalhau. Um, <laughs> and then it goes on. Um, your your, your, uh, um, your, uh, your uh, what's the word? Your desiccated codfish tells me that um, you are neither from that you're not from Norway because that's where codfish comes, but you're here from Portugal. Come and let me into your kitchen so I can smell that delicious thing. I've never smelt uh, anything like it. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't rhyme in my uh, translation. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Loses a bit. Wow. Loses a lot. Loses a lot. Um, but so Kim Burey-Rush has become this kind of phenomenon in this country. And he's, 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 like, he's, he's loved by the masses. And he then has kind of informed what is modern, in inverted commas, popular music. And so there is a, a, a phenomenon in this country, and it's called pimba, which is P-I-M-B-A, and pimba yeah. pimba music is kind of, it might, it might not necessarily have the accordion, but it's got all the kind of uh, all the kind of um, uh, traits, I suppose that. Right. it's got a little bit more beat to it, but it's still got that real tacky kind of. Um, very popular sound and there is a guy called emmanuel who invented the idea of pimba and emmanuel it, um, i'll put a picture of emmanuel on he's, he's a, a very um very serious looking dude but um he has this thing this song called uh, pimba pimba <laughs> Um, and again, it's all about, it's all about attracting the girls. It's, um, um Is that meant
0: codfish? Uh, no,
1: this one, this one's actually a bit more clean, clean living. Um, but basically it says come and dance, you know, if the girl wants to kiss, the best way to get her is to, to dance to the Pimba, um, <laughs> you know, um, using, using music as your, as your tool of seduction. And then you've got two other artists. Um, there's a girl called, uh, Ruth Marlene. And she has a song called Pishka Pishka. Um, so there's Pimba Pimba, so pishka, pishka Pishka, and Pishka Pishka is so. If you indicate um, when you when you indicate in your car, that's a Pishka. So Pishka Pishka means to indicate, but of course the, so double en, the double entendre means um, you know to wink, right? So um, right. again, again, the translation loses a bit, but it says. All men have their tricks to win someone over. They do brilliant things, but women already know their tricks, especially the wink of an eye, which is what they most use. The wink they say never fails, and it's a gesture that doesn't come off bad. That's why they go around wherever they end up. Where there are beautiful women, you only see this signal. Okay, again, the translation is shit. They look to the right and wink, wink. They look to the left and (laughs) wink. They go around seeing if they can win someone over. It seems it's working, and it has come to stay. The trend of the wink, wink, wink. actually had the fortune of seeing him at a at a uh, a festa a festa in in the in the right in the center of the country a couple of years ago and he's yeah. a classic guy he's he's kind of mid-50s kind of podgy dude but he has he's just got the most amazing stamina and he, he he'll just, he does things like he, he'll, in the middle of a set he just gets down and does 50 push-ups in the middle of the set at like you know <laughs> three o'clock in the morning um and well his name is is toy, which is uh, which is quite funny in itself. This particular song, "Corazón um, Edad," which means "The heart has no age." I'm going to kiss you. Um, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's got 22 million views on YouTube, so it's uh, he's, he's obviously he's obviously doing it doing himself pretty well. Um, and he's he, again, Sounds he, he his, his stuff's got a little bit of uh, a little bit of the the double entendre. Um, but he, so he, the, the basically the the, um, the chorus of this is toda, toda noite, which means all night, right? And it's quite catchy, and I, I'll I'll edit it in. But the, basically, the yeah. chorus says, "I'm gonna kiss you, I'm gonna dance, I'm gonna hum hum until I am too tired, all night long, all night long." <laughs> Too. Grandmothers can dance too. They know it's a little bit racy, um, uh, yeah. and you know everyone because at these festivals, it's you know it's 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 young, it's old, it's country bumpkins, it's city yeah, city yeah, slickers, yeah. it's every it's everyone kind of got kind of wide appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and it's all kind it. of it, it all kind of evolves from that classic um, accordion, which I think is uh, it's a much maligned instrument, but um, there's something. And of course, um, there, are some, there are some, going back to what we've talked about before, there are some faddles that um, incorporate the accordion as well. So, um, you know, it's obviously an instrument that's been around for, well, I would imagine technolo- technological, it's probably only been around for a couple of hundred years, but, um, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, uh, pretty cool uh, it's instrument. It's pretty cool.
0: Mm. Well, it's funny because I, I,
1: I would, sorry, I would imagine bloody difficult to play as well.
0: I, I think so. It does look tricky, yeah. Mm. Um, but I just love, uh, actually, uh, on top of the other great gifts I got, I was given an album by a guy called John McDonald. And as the name suggests, he's Scottish. And the album's called Fireside Scottish Accordion Sing Along. There you go. Um, so it's got a lovely Boom. picture of John McDonald with his accordion strapped to him, like as, as you suggested, with his little salt shoulder straps in front of a big fire. But the crazy thing is, the first couple of songs on the album, for, for a Scottish accordion sing-along, the first song is called Kay Sera Sara. The next one's called well, Say Sibon. Uh, so a real Scottish um, uh, tradition there. And one, another song, <laughs> The Pub With No Beer. No way.
1: So he's, he's gone that to all right. corners of the earth to get the, the, the yeah. classic sing-along songs from uh, uh, from around the globe. To, uh, to That's right. To, 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 Sit by his uh, Scottish fireside with his accordion and a bottle of single malt whiskey.
0: Exactly. And there's a lovely picture of him on the back cover with his, I assume, his little cat.
1: So... (laughs) Do want to send us an email like our very good friend, Rochelle Mwahaha. Thank you, Rochelle. Um, You can do that at shacktails at uh, gmail.com.
0: Okay, can we do a quick quiz? Have we, have we got any quiz questions?
1: I don't, I don't have anything, but um, I'm happy to attempt to answer your very uh, astute. and. Uh, um,
0: uh, okay, I've got um, I'm a big question. F- okay, yeah, okay. i got a question. It's a music. I got, okay, I've got two questions. First is a, uh, this is from the pages of the 50-year-old surfer magazine. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is an ad, and you've got to guess the brand uh, that it's advertising. Okay. Okay, this is, um, this is what it's saying. It says, there they are, flowers and feet, outrageous all over, no doubts, no middle ground, because that's the way it is today. You get the feet on, and it feels great you get you the think? feet on feet yeah that's a bit of a hint you get the feet on and it feels great
1: well, i mean I, i'm thinking it's either going to be like thongs or booties
0: nice it's a bit of a it's a bit of a um bit of okay, a tricky you
1: one the, you get the
0: feet on um Just it's the feet on the logo oh oh hang, hang ten. ten beautiful hang ten. Oh,
1: nice nice
0: that's a, that's are they still question. around? Hang 10? They're yeah, I think it. so. I, th- I think they are. Yeah. 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 There was an ad when I was a kid and it just said for Hang 10, it said you can't hang 10 on a lemon. <laughs> and I never knew what that meant. Two um,
1: two brands that I absolutely loved, Hang 10 and
0: Golden Breed. Oh. I think Golden Golden Breed's definitely still around. Crystal well, Cylinders. Crystal,
1: crystal Cylinders, of course. Of course. Yeah. My, okay. my sister, um, my sister scoured the op shops of of um, her nation uh, and your nation um, in search of original crystal cylinders merch
0: merchandise. Wow, and, um, I think she's got a pretty good
1: collection, actually.
0: Wow. Okay. Wow. Mm. Well, so yeah, that'd probably be worth something. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Okay. 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 Musical question. I love a good anagram, as you know. Okay. What musical artist? when you rearrange the letters of his name spells brain on e
1: (laughs) of course our (laughs) your best buddy and mine brian eno that's awesome
0: yeah yeah
1: um Um. Okay. If you got note. any more questions, because uh, unfortunately I'm going to have to
0: bail out. Bail uh, out. I think but, I, um, I think I can hear Mrs. Nirmelson calling you. Yeah. No, yeah. We, we've 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 actually
1: got an we've got an appointment that we've got to uh got to go uh, a, a restaurant booking. So. Um, oh, lucky
0: uh, you. Well, enjoy. Yeah. And um, I've got I've got one question
1: for you before we finish. Um, okay. What what are these? Uh, Verve liquid shredder, Bic Dura maluku flying frog talk mod and hold fast they're all examples of what um, types of (laughs) mid-lengths no they are they are according to this surfhungry.com which is another site to probably never go to again they are the six best mini male surfboards on the market um, in 2021 (laughs) That's so good. That's, that's a very short list. Thanks again. Um, next next time, we're going to be talking about the synthesizers and... Yeah, I like that. Futuristic fantastic, stuff. Fantastic plastic machines.
0: Going uh, the until
1: then, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's all get barreled and listen to some sick tunes.
0: Some sick tunes, yeah. Awesome. Some accordions right. and bagpipes. Absolutely. And um mm. oh one thing i was thinking i know going. Okay, i think we should have a joke section uh good idea and and Very it made me idea. think how many surfing related jokes do you know i, I don't know you any no so so let's dig them up enough. okay let's dig them up I, li- I literally
1: have to run out the door okay mate okay um, go. Bye. Bye. You got me